The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see, and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm really, really, really looking forward to this episode for the reasons that I'm here with my husband, Chris, and we're here today to talk about our miscarriage journey as a couple and as individuals. So coming from my perspective as a woman, and then Chris is going to be explaining a bit about his perspective to help all of you men out there as well who are going through miscarriage and going through baby loss and I think telling our story is really important so I'm here with Chris and I think it's going to be really important to have both perspectives to do with this journey it's been what eight weeks now is it Chris like eight, yeah yeah eight to ten weeks eight yeah. to ten weeks and you know it, it's been a really what kind of word can I use for that like the journey of it like it's been eye-opening but then yeah. also healing and then also really sad also really yeah, it's hard to yeah, it's hard to describe. I mean, it's something that it's not talked about a lot, and definitely in, from for women, it's not talked enough. And then I don't think anybody talks about it from the men's perspective. You know, we haven't come across anything of, you know, what do men feel? How do, how do they react? Things like that. So yeah, hopefully I can bring just some of my experience to it. Yeah, because I think you've never been through it before and I've never been through it before. And I think when you are going through it, you are kind of like, it's like being smacked in the face, isn't it? It's like something you don't really, it's like when you lose a loved one, it's just so, you just can't. So we're going to do our best today to describe and explain what, you know, our journey through through that and where, where we're at today, like now considering you know how strong and brave we've been and what spiritual messages we received through losing our baby and I think the growth that happened as well in the process Mm -hmm. and obviously seeing you go through that as your wife like and as your partner like seeing you go through something so sad and so like out there with something like again I I didn't think I'd ever go through something like that but it it reaches a lot of households so many couples go through it yeah. And it's quite interesting as I speak about it as well. People will reach out and say, oh, I had this, or I went through this, and I didn't even know that. So I think when the, when you come out and talk about your story with miscarriage, I think it helps others to go, oh, that resonance, mm-hmm. you know, because so many people just keep it to themselves and don't get the support they need. And I think that's one thing I want to touch on today as well is in a little while about the support that was offered like I didn't feel fully supported, you know, yeah. with with the government and the health and things like that. So, but from a male's perspective, you probably didn't feel that either, did you, for, for yours? No, I mean, that's why I think it's, it's like one of those things people don't talk about. Mm. And I think, you know, it, it was, 
I think every miscarriage is hard and, and I've, I've always known that it, it's, you know, I never had any doubts that people, it, it was sorrow for people, but then going through it yourself, it's like, it hits you hard. And for us, it was our first pregnancy. So it doesn't mean that the, the, it could have been the fifth, you know, after ha having a couple kids and then, you know, you still get that excitement of a baby and, and then you lose it. And I think that's where for us, it was, you know, your first pregnancy, we were excited. We, you know, were planning already thinking, oh, wow, you know, we can't wait as a boy, as a girl, all of those things in the beginning go, you know, you, that, you build that excitement and then just the trauma of those, you know, two or three days of, of watching you go through it and then going, wow, we, you know, I just lost one of my babies and I love being a dad. Like that's just one of my purposes on earth. So yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those things that shouldn't be taboo. I mean, what's taboo about it? And you know, it's, it's something that should be talked more about. And then when you say support, I mean, I agree because we, you know, we live in New Zealand, so we have a, a social medicine that that's very good, but in the hospital setting, I think it was, you know, very sterile, very, oh, this is normal. Women go through it. You'll be okay. Are you okay now? You can go home. Okay. Bye. And that's kind of how we felt and not like, wow, okay, we know this is traumatic. Here's some support services. And, you know, it's the flyer of something of people you could talk to or, like you proposed to, you know, to one of our MPs here is, is there should be a care package or something for women going through this or families going through this because I went through it with you. So, yeah, yeah, it's it. it, it, it uh, I don't wish it on anybody. Um, it is a sad fact of nature and life. But again, we should support each other through it. Yeah. How did you feel watching me go through it as the male helpless is, yeah I felt totally helpless I felt uh, I had to put my own emotions aside because I was watching you I mean as the women it, 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 it it's in your womb but that's half me and you so I'm like oh, you know I, I, I'm scrambling rushing you know you were in a lot of pain you know you're obviously crying it just it killed me to mm -hmm. watch you like that and and I felt a little helpless like I I, I I just wanted to make you comfortable and, and take care of the house and everything we had to get done before we ran off to the hospital and yeah it was I was just in scramble mode yeah and then my emotions hit me later you know? yeah. yeah yeah I think for me going through it as well it was kind of a shock I was definitely in shock and you know I will give a trigger warning for this episode if if you you know just giving you that warning just because we are going to talk about the miscarriage and I think one thing I do want to say to women who are having a miscarriage or have had a miscarriage is to honor that baby if you can I know a lot of friends who have not had that experience where they kept the baby or they got to do what we did where we did a little burial and a ceremony and I also touch on that fact of doing what's right for you as a couple and a family you know some people don't want to do that they don't want to have burials and ceremonies and I had, I had the closing of the bone ceremony because I'm really spiritual some people don't want to do that they want to give the baby to the hospital and you know sometimes it, the baby gets flushed down the toilet which is so sad and I just think each to their own story and their own what they need and I think for me that's what I needed for the closure you know for that doing the ceremony two weeks ago was something that 
But I do want to say anyone in New Zealand, I, as Chris mentioned, I have reached out to the health MP with some, you know, some advice and some tips and ideas that I've had to help women through miscarriage in New Zealand. Because like Chris said in the hospital, the doctor did not say like, oh, here's some support, you know, numbers, here's, here's a therapist, here's a counselor number. I know they're there to just kind of get you in and out and sort you medically, but I did just feel like I was just a number and I was a burden to be there. But coming home, I had to literally do my own research. I had to go on Facebook and I had to Google things. So if I can help a woman sat in my position with some sort of care pack, and that's what I've created. So I'm in the works with the health kind of MP at the moment, mm. which I'm really proud of because I'm waiting to hear from them. They've actually commended the idea and things like that. But going back to the actual miscarriage, I think just the whole experience is traumatic. And I think we, as women going through it, each of our miscarriages are different. Now, I know a lot of you have maybe had the DNC operation. You've had to have your baby removed. It wasn't natural. I'm grateful that I had a natural miscarriage, which I'm grateful for my body for, you know, releasing something from my body that was, wasn't meant to be there. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for that respect, but I think also to be sensitive to others. You know, I've just listened to a story recently where a woman reached out and she lost her baby at 20 weeks. Mm -hmm. She had to literally go and give birth to her baby. So I'm here and see all of you, I understand. And I just feel like no matter what week you were, no matter what month it was, mm -hmm. you still carried that little baby for, you know, for that short or long period of time. So we're all going through something very similar. But I think, you know, my story is completely different to other story. And I think people need to know that. And I think, like you said, some, like you mentioned, males, like the dads and the partners, they probably do feel helpless because mm -hmm. all you can do is just say, what do you need? Yeah. What do you need? It's like you helped me through like an actual birth, you know, like yeah. that's the same kind of thing. And it was really traumatic for me. And I think, but then also I, I got to watch you go through it too. Mm -hmm. And that was like really hard for me to watch you go through it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's like, you know, I, I can see both of us probably on the verge of tears thinking about it, but it's like that's that's your baby and yeah. and then it's like i i have empathy for people that want to reach out to us and go like what do you say to somebody that goes through that i i understand you're like oh you know she had a miscarriage what do you say you know and and i don't know probably some of the things and, and i know people don't mean this but it's like oh you'll have another baby you're young some of those things probably don't help but it's like hey you know i know it's tough you know, we love you. If you need us, we're here to talk. You know, something like that is probably a good way to approach it. But from the male perspective, it's, you know, growing up as little boys in the U.S. at least, it's taught you're supposed to be tough and not cry, not have feelings. I think those days are long gone behind us from the, the you know, the 20th century as, as the last 30, 40 years, I think men have been able to embrace their emotions more and feelings. And you still get the guys that are they just stuff everything and, and don't let it, you know, whatever. But, you know, understand from from my perspective or as a man's perspective or the dad's perspective, I had dreams for that, that, that child. You know, I we were picking out names. We were, I was imagining the baby in a year. I was, you know, when there are three, four, five, when they're adults, all those things go through your, your mind and you're like, you know that the, our genetics combined to form that that baby and and, and it, it was a little life that that was just starting and it, and it just for whatever reason you know and i think that's the other thing too is 
you start going, well, could we have done things different? Yeah. You know, maybe they can talk about that next. It's like, and, and, and you can't blame yourself for that. It, it's, you know, it's more, like you said, miscarriage is more common, you know, especially being a reproductive physiologist. I think it's, it's like one in three, one in three. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's higher percentages and it's more than we'd like because it is a natural process. Something wasn't going right, uh, either in your body or our genetics, something went wrong or... For whatever reason, that baby left and, you know, you went through the miscarriage. So, but it's still not easy. You can't just say, oh, it's nature, you know. Yeah, the, the like you just said, touching on the the negative thoughts, like mm -hmm. they were there. Mm -hmm. Honestly, they were there. And I know you, women listening, if you've been there, I totally am with you on that. The first day or so I'm in the hospital, I remember I was like really upset and I was like, did I do something wrong? Did I, did I like, did I have a glass of wine I shouldn't have? Uh, you know, did I, did I clean too much? Was I too stressed? You know, I was kind of like, and you know what, instead of just being like, don't think those things, just, just shut them up. I actually gave them a voice because I think it's a natural process in anything that we do. It's, we're always going to have that negative thought from that ego part of our brain. And I think it's just... <sighs> You have to give it a voice to then listen to it and go. Do you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna believe that mm. because it wasn't my fault. My body did me a service and give gratitude for my body, but also to grieve. You know, like grief can come in waves from from any you know from anything that we go through. But I also think for any of you going through it or still going through it or about to go through it, I just want to give you that advice to you know allow those thoughts to come up but don't let them don't let them consume you mm -hmm. because if i chose to, to let those darker thoughts consume me i wouldn't be where i am today mm -hmm. like i remember the counselor that i spoke to that week she was lovely and the first thing she asked me was did you get out of bed this morning did you brush your teeth have you had a shower and i said yeah so you're doing fine because most people would just want to stay in the bedroom and there was days where i just wanted to just not do anything mm -hmm. i literally lost that kind of like it was the motivation i was like oh you know, because like you, Chris, I had all those dreams, all those like, you know, imagine you know, imagining mm -hmm. the baby being here and mum and dad coming over. And it was like, you know, but then isn't that to teach us too about life, how life can change? Like when we have dreams and desires in any, any part of our life, yeah. you know, to, to have dreams and goals, but then not to really keep them like that's all they're going to be. You know, have openness to different things, the unknown, because we really don't know what's going to happen, do we? No, no, I mean, so that's why they say all the masters say be present every day you know in, in your life and be thankful for everything but you know it's like you know going back to the blame again from the man's perspective looking at you i, I didn't blame you for anything it was mm -hmm. you know i we went we, we, tra we had to travel uh, that was already planned to go back and see family after covid and so i blame myself sometimes and like maybe we should have put the trip off you know, to later, but we'd already bought all of our flights and, you know, we were, I had to go and see my, my parents who are, who are much older. So, yeah, it's, but I, I, I can't, yeah, you have to go on living and, and you can't, you know, like we, we talk about, you know, the next time you're pregnant, what are we going to do different? You know, but that's, again, a blame. You have to live like I don't said. think you can do anything different. No, you can just be, you like just be, be who you yeah. are. So let's put it onto a, a more positive spin yeah. on this conversation because I know, like, if we keep talking about it, me and you are going to go like, oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that the spiritual messages behind it too, like, let's just go to the first thing I noticed. I found out I was pregnant on the 7th of April, which is the day we flew to America. Mm -hmm. 
I lost the baby on the seventh of May at seven p.m. Mm. About seven seven seven. I know. I know. On was it Friday? Just gone was seven 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 portal, and I was like, oh my god, that's actually like. Uh-huh. So that was kind of bizarre. The sevens they were coming up that week. All uh-huh. week they were they were showing up for me, and I think me as a person, I always look for that silver lining. I always look for the message you know mess what did I cut that quote I put on last week I, in my mess I find my message mm-hmm. and I think the the most beautiful messages I got through were that little soul came down not to actually cut wasn't earthbound it mm-hmm. was just to feel my love for a couple of weeks and to be in my little womb space for a mm-hmm. little, little couple of weeks and that really gave me a lot of like oh lovely mm-hmm. like feelings and then also to go deeper for you woo woo people out there you know think about like if you've got children already, I know I've got two stepsons. They were born on the exact right day, the exact right time to live out their destiny. And the main message for me was your souls are, are meant to come into this world, need the right sex of body, mm-hmm. need the right hair color, need the right yeah. skin color, need the right personality, the eye color, the traits. Yeah. You know, they need to be born at the exact right moment to live out their, their purpose and their life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if. Yeah, if you want to go in the, the higher meaning, it, 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 you know, for you and I, it seems like things click into place when they're meant to, when we go back and, and look at our journey the last four years. And even being separated had purpose behind it. Uh, still looking for it. You know, it didn't have to be that long, a year and a half, but it was. Um, but yeah, thinking, you know, if it... I could see all of our future children up above us in heaven going, I'm first, I'm first, and <laughs> them elbowing each other out of the way. So it could have been a boy, and, you know, we have, we you know, hopefully have a daughter. She could have elbowed him out and said, no, it, I'm That's first, me. and we had a boy baby. I don't know. You know, it, it's, it's, you're right. It could have been, you know, she could have been programmed to be six foot two because I'm so tall. And she's like, no, 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 I don't want to be that tall. <laughs> you, you don't know. You know, when you look at the spiritual messages, I think also it, it was important for you to go through that trauma, I think, so you can help other people go through it and, and help them and say, hey, you know, I like you said, did you brush your teeth this morning? Did you shower? Did you yeah. get out of bed? And then you can take it to the next step and go, you know, okay, you know, how are you gonna, else going to get through this? What else support do you need? Um because it is, it is, it is trauma, and you have to recognize that. And I think, you know, just to, to grin and bear it and move on and pretend, oh, it's okay, you know. And I, and I look at all the women I work with, and I wonder, God, you know, do you have to go through this? And you know, did you get the support you need? And just just have empathy for women that go through this, and the men. You know, again, as a partner, that was my baby too, mm-hmm. and and I was just as excited and. Even though I already have two sons, I just, it was our first baby and I just, I was, I was over the moon. I couldn't wait. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also to elaborate too, I always had fears. Like I always had fears that would take me months to get pregnant. And that was just from like old fears Mm -hmm. and like how, how I got pregnant in the first month of trying to, to know that like that fear was trumped right off the bat. Getting pregnant in the first month of trying Mm. to know that I thought it would take me months, it just shows our fears are actual BS. Like, they're not not real. Mm. And also what you mentioned about, like, me going through it for my own journey is you mentioned it is a taboo topic. People find it, oh, God, what can I say? I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm I'm that type of woman who I'm okay. I'm I'm good at what to say. Mm. I can hold really safe space for women to be here and... 
that's why I've set up the Facebook group, which is called The Way of the Womb. Just to have that space where I can post things, do some lives, post, you know, information. I brought some other women on to do lives that, you know, I had, I had a beautiful lady. I'll give her a shout out. She's up in Auckland. She's called Pip Lodge and her business is Bloom Fertility. Now she helped me. I went to her two weeks after the miscarriage. She was recommended to me by a friend and she helped, she's helped over 500 women get pregnant. She helps women with PC, PCOS endo miscarriage you know period cramps i remember i got my first cycle two weeks ago and my period cramps are gone now you know me chris like every every month i'm always like a day of just oh so much cramps and having to take painkillers i didn't take any so pip is incredible the massage she offers is i can't explain what it is but it's just so it's it's just so unique to help you through through pain and help you get pregnant so yeah just a little shout out for her but again these are the people that we need to have on our directory to be like mm-hmm. i've just had a miscarriage who can i reach out to mm-hmm. and that's why i want wants to create this pack to help yeah. and even the men like them like the men must especially what i honor in you chris is it's like i want to call you babe but i'm like <laughs> chris what i honor in you is that you're not afraid to share emotion like i know sometimes you can just you know hide it a little bit just because mm-hmm. it's you know you wanted to make sure i'm okay but you know, so many women who reach out to me have husbands or partners that just don't speak about how they feel. They just yeah. bottle everything up, and it's it's hard to see that because some, like you said, so many men are just conditioned to be yeah. shut up, get on with it, stay tough, don't be feminine. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think I, that's why I want to, you know, coming on to your podcast to talk about it is the men do suffer. You know, it's you have to honor that. It's not just a woman thing. It, it's you know, the partner. So even though they may not show it, know that, you know, they're probably sad. And, and, and I think also from the men's perspective and getting into the patriarchy and all the, in history, you know, it's cause we're watching the Tudors, yeah. you know, so we see Henry the eighth and you didn't give me a baby and it's your fault, but no, it's, it's not your fault. And I don't, I, I, I hope your partners aren't blaming you, yeah. you know, for what happened. It's, it's a natural process. And, mm-hmm you know uh, don't feel guilty like you, f- you have a failure I, that's the other thing i didn't want you to feel like it was, you were a failure and so yeah. yeah i'm going through this whole sadness i lost a baby um well you, you must know. you must have had phase come up your own phase for the miscarriage to remember you said is it because i'm older but, you know yeah and then i did i did i started yeah. guessing my own is it my genetics you know because half those genetics are mine and is it is it, it, it were my genetics bad it's it, knowing the science behind the fertility stuff but you know getting back to the emotional thing for men yeah it's it's you know from a woman's perspective please don't blame yourself i think because I, I was afraid you were going to be like i'm a failure i'm just like going you know, to doing a dark hole yeah, yeah and like like yeah. you know I, my body's failing me and, and because it is the statistics are that it's more often than not now. And it may be increasing because of our diets, of what's in our environment, in our water. The contraceptive pill, which I'm going to be speaking about in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. it could be, you know, all these, these chemicals we put in our bodies could be causing the incidence higher. We don't know in, in the human population why, but it is on the rise. Or, you know, I don't know. I don't know if we have statistics from hundreds of years ago, but women yeah. have miscarriages. It's been happening since dawn time. Yeah. It, like, it happens in the wild. Like, yeah. Yeah, it like does. Like you it watched does. it with horses? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. I mean, all the animals I've worked with, it, it, mm. it's part of it. And, you know, uh, miscarrying babies or reabsorption, all that stuff happens mm. all the time. 
So it's it's don't blame yourself, but you know, and, and maybe talk to your partner and you know talk about their feelings, you know, because they see you. I saw you suffering, and I couldn't be coming in like, oh, what was me? I lost a baby too, you know, make it all about me. It, it wasn't. I was just there to support you. It was you. about us. Yeah. yeah, why I suffered, but you saw me. I broke down crying. I was upset, and you honored that. And I said, yeah, you know, I, and I think you were like. Oh, I didn't realize you'd be as upset as I was. Yeah. And I was like, no, I am. You yeah, know, I didn't I realize because it was such a unique thing for me. I thought, is it like, I didn't know if it was like, like seeing you upset made it more real. You know, it was like. Yeah, it was, it was, I was upset because ba- I lost the baby and I was upset because I saw you, you saw in so me much in pain. pain. Yeah. And then I saw you in emotional pain after mm. and I just was like. <sighs> but then isn't it, isn't it crazy how these like traumatic things can really like spin you off your spiritual path? Like you can, you're on a spiritual path. Yeah. Something really traumatic happens, and you can go down that dark road of why this happened. You know that victim mentality yeah. of why me, why is happening to me, and it can really put you off course. And I think for for it, it makes you wobble, doesn't it? It does give you that little wobble. Yeah, I mean, I think we, I didn't see us wobble this time with the separation we did. The separation was tough. That was a real test. That really pushed us. Not a relationship as much as just the why, the spirituality, and trying to find the answers. Why are we going through this? Yeah. Why do we have to be separated? Why are New Zealand's borders so still shut? With you know whatever, even COVID was raging here, and the borders were still shut for months. It was that part of it, but I never lost faith. That we'd reunite. I also think the miscarriage brought you and I closer. Like, even though, like, it was so, such a traumatic yeah. experience, it just, I felt a lot closer to you. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm close to you anyway. It just yeah. was that extra closeness, you know, of what we've been through together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it definitely changed our relationship in a sense that, you know, it's like, okay, we, we went through this together again. And, you know, we'll, we can shoulder any, any burden. I mean, you know, it wouldn't. It definitely did not push us apart or brought us closer. No. So, you know, but I think we did look for the spiritual meanings behind it, and and we that first week or two was really tough. Um, you know, and things would trigger you, and you start crying, and I jump up and go, "What? What? What?" And you know, and I'd start crying with you, and it just I said, you know, I just understood. Yeah, it was it was, it, it was crappy. Yeah, you know, it's not a fun thing to go no. through, but you know, I think it's important to honor those feelings and not let it drag you down that dark hole no you know or get off your path and say okay life is quick life is brief instant in time you know battle through it and and get back on it and then hopefully you know you can get pregnant or find the meanings behind it on your journey why yeah i watched three of my really good friends go through miscarriage and all three of them now have these healthy babies. Yeah. And, you know, that's what will happen for us. I know that. And I know it probably is happening for a lot of you listening as well. But I think you've got to be gentle with yourself through, through these processes. It's not it's not easy. Life is life does get hard. Mm-hmm. We signed up for this. And it's, you know, again, like you said, we signed up for this challenge. We chose this challenge to go through. So it's finding the gratitude. And like I said, I was finding that gratitude for my body, gratitude for having you by my side. Yeah. You know, one thing I struggled mostly with was not having my family here. Yeah. You know, mum and dad were really upset. They weren't here. My sister was really upset. You know, that was that was hard, but I'm so grateful I had you. Yeah. You I know? know we were ready to get on a plane to the UK. Oh, God, like, yeah. We were like, okay, let's book tickets. Let's go. <laughs> and they're like, everybody back in the UK is like, hold on. 
you know, you're upset, you know, and then in hindsight, you're right. It would have been near impossible and tough to, to fly yeah. back over there. But, um, you know, we, we did get through it. And today it's like we're trying again. And, you know, if, if the stars align, you'll be pregnant here very, very soon. And, yeah. you know, we'll have a, a healthy baby, girl or boy, in the next year or two. Yeah. And then another one. And we'll see from there, you know. Yeah. We're still debating on <laughs> We want to try for at least two. And um, if we go through this again, it, it will be heartbreaking again. It doesn't matter if it's the first or the third or, or for some women, you know, have multiples. It's yeah. it's It's tough. Yeah, it's tough each and every time. And I think from your husband or as your partner, your support, and, and it, even if it's like same sex couples, you know, yeah. women going through it, uh, it hurts to watch your partner go through it. It mm. really does. And so if, if, if you're the, I, I would, I would just say from, from the male perspective, if you're on the female end, what helped me is you did honor my feelings and said, Hey, I know this is tough for you too. And I really appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to leave it there. But before we finish, I just want to give out some information for anyone who is in New Zealand and they've had gone through miscarriage or baby loss. There's a couple of groups that I recommend reaching out to. The one is Sands New Zealand. That was one that I spoke to the lady there. There's a lady, Michelle, on Instagram. She helps people with miscarriage, you know, reach out to her. I'm just getting the other names of the other ones. You got miscarriage, you got massage after miscarriage. Michelle, she is amazing. She gives, you know, people donate free things to her to pass on to people with who've had miscarriage, like, you know, massages, facials, anything like that. I'm actually giving some couple of free Reiki sessions to help women through miscarriage as well. So she is on Instagram, massage after miscarriage. I know there's another one called Miscarriage Matters NZ. They do these little gift packs and things like that. So there's plenty of different groups you can join. If you want some you know, spiritual kind of support as well, you can join my Facebook group, which is The Way of the Womb. My inboxes are always open. So if you want to reach out, male or female, whoever you are, just reach out and ask questions. If you want us to cover anything else around this topic, please let us know. But we just wanted to share our journey really about it just because it's important that we do. You know, because some people go, oh, God, they spoke about it. Maybe we should, mm. you know, and it really unites us uh, as humanity. So, yeah, I'm really proud that we got to do this today. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, even if you, you know, I was thinking earlier, like, oh, don't say things. I mean, even if you do stick your foot in your mouth, we all do all the time. Yeah. Don't feel bad about it. Let it go. But, um, you know, what to say or just just let people know. I'm, I'm, a I'm here for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. here for you. Do you need anything? That's nice when our friends did that. And I'm, I'm, like, oh, I'm really sorry. You yeah. Know, it's like, yeah, there's like, there's, I mean, there's things that I saw online about what not to say when someone's had a miscarriage. Just, and yeah. we're all human. We all say, we just, we, yeah. we mean well, you know, yeah. we mean well. And it's just, you know, don't, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. You know? And I think it's just more of, as a, as a couple, you know, use it to unite yourselves and share feelings and come together and, and, and hug within. a lot mm-hmm. and, and, you know, um, realize it take it as an opportunity to, to bring you together closer like it did with us so yeah yeah and connect yeah. and meditate and yeah. yeah just reach out for like spiritual support yeah. like especially womb healing and yeah absolutely the, read the spirit baby book oh that was a yeah. brilliant book spirit yeah. babies and yeah there's, there's there is so much support out there it's really really good so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sending you all so much love wherever you are on that journey and please reach out to me anytime 
and yeah we'll, we'll be probably doing some more episodes on different things over the next few months anyway so uh, take care guys and we'll chat to you soon bye What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation Podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.